welcome to the Dairobi Health Show, covering the world of fitness, nutrition, and supplementation with world-class guests, the latest clinical research, and plenty of tips you can use right away to boost your health and wellness. Here's your host, Dave Sherwin. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show, and I have a very interesting episode for you today and something a little bit different. Today, we're talking with Mark Hernandez, who focuses on healing modalities, especially for pets, although he does work about uh, 50-50 with pets and humans. Today, we're going to talk about health for your critters and how a practitioner uh, like Mark Hernandez, who we have on the line, could help. He is a holistic pract- uh, practitioner and is certified in the body code and emotion code and does advanced ash work work as well. We'll have him explain that to us here in a minute. He helps people and their animals when they've hit a wall with health and well-being issues. His work is safe, gentle, and yields results, sometimes immediately, and other times it takes a little bit of time. But for those of you uh, with critters in your home and furry friends, uh, I think you'll really enjoy this episode with Mark Hernandez. Dr. Hernandez, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, Thank you, Dave. It's great to be with you and your audience today. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time, and I've been looking forward to this episode. I have a dog. I'm a dog lover, and so, uh, you know, those of us who who have animals, uh, we of course, we have a special place in our heart for our animals, and when they are ill, it's it's just as heart-wrenching and difficult as when a child is ill. I'm, I'm sure that you're, you find that in your work. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What I'm finding today you know, for quite a while is is uh, pets are an integral integral part of people's families. As you said, they're kind of like their children for many people. And so, like you said, when the, the pet is not doing well, the people are very concerned and want the pet to be better in short order. And they want to do that with natural methods, a lot of them, right? They, uh, they see probably the same problems in the medical system that we have for humans uh, in the pet world, you know, treating symptoms rather than causes, uh, being drug and surgery oriented versus uh, natural healing modalities. Is that the case? Are you finding that, uh, I imagine you attract people who want natural solutions, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the people that tend to come to me tend to be uh, women. Uh, about 90% of my clients are women. They're already in the holistic space. So maybe they're going to a chiropractor, a naturopathic doctor, yoga, organic eating, uh, you know, doing a lot of things of self-care. And they want something similar for their pets. So they're, like you said, they're, you know, also taking their pet to the vet, getting those things checked out. But they also want to do something additional to support the health and well-being of their pet. And uh, energy healing is one of those tools. And let's talk about some of these modalities for a minute. As I mentioned before we started the call, uh, my local chiropractor does uh, body code and emotion code. And so we're familiar with that. We've all done it as a family and had positive benefits from that. Uh, But would you explain to our audience briefly what body code and emotion code is? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Let me start with, um, first of all, uh, I'll start with the body code. So the body code is a holistic healing system in which the practitioner uses uh, the body code mind maps. These are basically a series of electronic charts, uh, intuition, and uh, muscle testing, kinesiology, to identify and release non-beneficial energies that are locking into place the health or well-being issue of a person or an animal. So this system was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson, 
Dr. Nelson is a holistic chiropractor, medical intuitive. In his 20 plus years in a brick and mortar practice as a chiro, often would discover he'd make that chiropractic adjustment on the spine. And sometimes next week or whenever he saw his patient, he'd have to do the same adjustment again, sometimes and again. So he said, hmm, something, what's, what's holding these adjustments from not holding? So in 2007, he got a divine download. Uh, and the, mess, the main message was, you need to identify and release people's emotional baggage. By emotional baggage, I mean negative trapped emotions, such as anger, grief, love unreceived, guilt, and many more. So in 2007, Dr. Nelson got this download and started identifying and releasing people's trapped emotions. Um, and in the same year, 2007, when he got this download, he wrote and published a book called The Emotion Code. So The Emotion Code teaches everyone how to identify and release their trap, trapped emotions. It may be an emotion from two days ago, 20 years ago, you can also inherit emotions at the moment of conception. All that can be identified and released. The other thing that Dr. Nelson introduced in the emotion code is what's known as the heart wall. The heart wall uh, happens when people go through some, through some tough stuff in life and get their heart broken. So uh, what happens is the heart, when it gets broken, it will put like a series of layers of negative trapped emotions around the heart to protect it from getting broken again. About, Dr. Nelson says about 92% of people in the world have heart walls, so they're very common. They can hold people back, and, um, you know, I always say, I like to say, use the analogy, people are there in the world, but they're kind of seeing life through a, a glass pane. They're there, but not completely. This can hold people in a lot of areas of their lives, such as career. I've seen a lot of people come to me for career issues, and one of the major pieces is what, what's holding them back is the heart wall. Also, maybe their love life and much more. So, 2007, Dr. Nelson uh, publishes and releases the Emotion Code. It's a big step forward, and he realizes he realizes that there are other sources of imbalances that were locking into place his client, his patients' issues. So, in 2009, getting back to the Body Code, he um, gets a second divine download, and it fills out and it identifies six major categories of imbalances, such as pathogens, misalignments, organs, glands, chakras. Another category, the third category, nutrition and lifestyle, things like dehydration or spiritual malnutrition. Fourth category are energies. And within this category, it includes everything of the emotion code, all the negative emotions, the heart one, all that, and other types of energies, such as offensive energies, such as curses, um, curses, uh, spirits, entities, and more. Next category after the uh, energy stuff is circuits and systems, organs, glands, chakras, other types of disconnections. And the final category is toxicity. Toxicity including cell phone radiation, Wi-Fi, smart meters, um, dental toxicity. People have ever had a mercury filling or a vaccination as a child, that can be a, a, a piece that's locking a place their issue. So, and so basically in 2009, Dr. Nelson rounded out the emotion code with these other sources of imbalance. 
And that became the body code. It's interesting. I read the Emotion Code book a few years ago. And for those of you listening who are interested in this topic, I will put a link in the show notes to the book. It's well worth reading. Uh, I'm I'm the scientific kind of skeptic in my family. Don't get me, me wrong. I'm I'm very much into a holistic uh, medicine and and uh, doing everything uh, we can to use natural methods for everything from exercise to healing, etc. Uh, and so I came at it from a more skeptical point of view. My wife is much more accepting and has used these methods for. I'm I'm thinking about four years probably that we started with Dr. Joe and uh, has taken our children on a regular basis, including just last week, my daughter, who's really struggling with this semester in, in college, mm-hmm. uh, went and had some emotion code work done. And and I just got to say, it's it's been beneficial. And so for those of you listening, thinking, you know, this sounds like voodoo or something, um, you know, it, it's, I, I don't know, there, there's uh, some things that are sometimes just worth trying, even if a little skeptical. And so um, I'm sure you get this a lot, uh, Mark. Uh, there's got to be people who listen to this and and eat it up, I'm sure. And you go, wow, that sounds really, really interesting. It sounds like it's for me. I'm all in. And others who hear it and are more skeptical and closed-minded, I'm sure you have to deal with that regularly. Yeah, with the people that tend to be more skeptical, I always tell them the following. I said, um, what I tell them is, uh, one, you can be skeptical and I respect that, you know, yeah, do your due diligence, you know, get the information you feel. If it feels right to you, let's do it. If not, let's not do it. Because what I tell them is I said, you can be skeptical all you want and I can work with you. If you leave cracked open the door, just a tad, If you leave it open a tad, I can work with you. Now, if you're going to pour five five tons of cement over that crack, I won't be able to help you. Okay? So save your time and money and look for another solution that feels right for you. Yeah, and the thing I like about a a natural solution like this, it's not like trying surgery, right? Like you can't – if your back is really bugging you and has been for years and you try surgery and it's unsuccessful, you're – you're in worse condition than you were before. And so uh, I like that idea of just a crack of, of faith, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, because if you try it and it fails, you lost a little bit of money. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. didn't have anyone experimenting on your body or sticking needles in you or cutting you open. And so there are worse, <laughs> there are worse areas in, in the healing world to experiment with. You agree? Oh, absolutely. That's why I, I tell people, I said, you know, I said, you know, everyone's different. So as we all know, people can have that right shoulder pain for a completely different reason. It's possible. I've seen it. People with things for a long time, sometimes we hit that one-shot wonder. And in 30 minutes, it's gone. That can happen. Other times, it's going to be a period of time over sessions. People that have had something chronic for a long time, like, you know, I call it the fibromyalgia stuff with the medical community calls or whatever it is for a long time, there's a ch- good chance that will take a period of time. Okay. Well, that's given us a good background uh, on this. The only one that I'd like you to touch on before we proceed to more detail on the, the pet healing is sure. your uh, ash work. You're an ash work practitioner, A-S-H work practitioner. Uh, when you see it spelled out, that's how it looks. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So, 
so yeah, I'm an advanced ashwork practitioner. Uh, this uh, modality was created by Rudy Hunter. Rudy Hunter, who's based in upstate New York. Uh, he's in, been in the energy healing body work business for 30 plus years. The way he got into what he does and teaches people now is uh, many years ago, he was a magician and a professional dancer. And uh, one evening, he had a really horrific accident where he really wrenched his back horribly. So that put him on the journey uh, to find a solution for himself. So uh, over the course of his journey, you know, he, he first dipped into a lot of all types of body work um, and uh, finally, over time, found a solution for his back. So what he does is uh, he does a lot of um, he has a lot of uh, modalities and MP3s that will help people with health and well-being issues. Going back to advanced ash work, ash work. What does that stand for? That stands for advanced, excuse me, activated spaces healing. Excuse me, activated spaces healing. Basically, it's a modality. A typical ash work session will last about 25 minutes. It consists of a series of three, uh, five three-minute rounds in which the practitioner is silently activating a certain space, energetic space in the body to promote change. So um, again, let's say uh, someone has a digestive issue and it's just stuck, okay? Done other things, including body code or whatever it is, and they need some help. So what happens is, the uh, in a typical round, the three minute round, the practitioner will ask the client to gently focus his or her attention. Let's just say on the stomach area. Okay, not trying to change anything, just focus on it. Meanwhile, the practitioner is holding the space and doing some background energetic work to to get stuck that that energy that's there. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, thanks for explaining that. I think we've got a good basis of understanding of where you're coming from and how this works. Now, let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this. Uh, okay, someone has, has Rover or whatever their pet is, and their pet is having a problem. What are some of the problems that, that uh, some of the more common problems people come to you with with their pets? Yeah, common issues. Number one, the improper elimination peeing and pooing in the house. That's a big one. Number two would be issues like separation anxiety. Three, nervousness. Four would be like excessive barking. Uh, last couple months, I was at a holistic fair in Springfield, Missouri, down in the Ozarks, and I was at a fair, and this man approached me and said, hey, um, I'm kind of taking kind of like the guardian of an elderly man, his wife recently passed away. He's had to move into an uh, assisted living center. He has a dog. Uh, the dog is barking all the time. The neighbors are complaining. If there's something we can't do with the dog to stop the barking, he may have to give up the dog. And that's really his last connection to his family. Wow. So sometimes stuff, you know, at stake of that nature. But those are some of the most common issues. I, I call them the changes in behavior. You know, dog knows where to go to the bathroom, starts going all over the house. Occasionally, occasionally I'll get an outline case where um, a client already has taken the pet to the vet, which I always tell people, take your pet to the vet, get it checked out. Uh, occasionally they will come to me with you know, a serious issue, such as I once worked with a cat with a serious intestinal blockage. The, the client told me 
to have it surgically removed, it'd be $2,600. And she says, I just don't have that money. So I said, okay, well, you fully understand, you know, I can't guarantee your result. I'm not a vet, but I will see energetically what's possible. So I work with that cat, one 40 minute session, uh, like a, a Wednesday. I get an email from her on uh, Sunday. She says, okay, the rest of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the cat was not looking good, wasn't eating, wasn't drinking water. Yeah, definitely on its way out. Didn't look very promising. Then she said, uh, for whatever reason, on Saturday morning, the cat started eating again and drinking water and has been fine since then. So that, again, that's by the grace of God from source that that was allowed to happen. You know, that's what happened for that cat. Can I say the exact same thing would happen for another cat? No, because each case is different. And ultimately, in, in, in my book, uh, God's source makes those determinations. Interesting. And you did say that you advise them to start with the vet, correct? Yes, absolutely. Especially if they're coming to me with, like, um, from time to time, I'll get approached by people with dogs with seizures. I always say, you know, seizures are, are kind of tricky. So I'll, you know, I'll recommend, you know, have you taken your pet to the vet? Yes. And sometimes they've even gone to a holistic vet. And, you know, uh, now, as we all know, CBD oil is kind of the rage for both people and animals where people are looking to that. And, you know, there's some promising, you know, preliminary information for pets that that may be something CBD oil that can support pets with seizures. And I will work with that, but I always say, say the big caveat, you know, uh, you know, I'm not a vet. If you're willing to play, let's see what's possible. I like the premise. It, it reminds me of um, what some of my local holistic practitioners do. For example, I had a, a, a serious sprain in my right uh, ankle uh, the mm -hmm. week after Father's Day. And it was almost a level yeah. three sprain. It was very loose. It was very painful, very swollen. Sure. And um, I went to Dr. Joe, my, my chiropractor. Yeah. Uh, right away. As a matter of fact, I sprained it on my way to see oh. him. <laughs> so uh, that that was good time. But but yeah. he wanted me to get an X-ray to rule out a fracture, and sure. and that's just smart. I appreciate that type of care. Right. I think some people sometimes jump into a holistic type of of care. Like I say, holistic care is not going to help a fracture. Well, don't get me wrong. It could certainly help speed recovery. And I'm sure there's, I'm sure it could help in some way, but a fracture has got to be stabilized, right? It's got to be, you got to yeah. put, put on the boot for six weeks. And that's just, you know, there's not much way of getting around that. So it sounds like the same mentality here. You're, you're saying, you know, get a good diagnosis from a professional veterinarian. And then mm -hmm. from there, I take it you'll want to see that diagnosis and work with the client to understand what the vet said, and then you take it from there. Yeah, well, what I kind of say is, you know, listen to your vet. I won't, you know, if your vet has recommended your pet be on an antibiotic, you know, I will never recommend that you get off the antibiotic because I'm, I'm not a vet, not a medical doctor. What I will see is how I can support inner, at the energetic level, you know, the recovery, the re healing of your pet. So, the idea is that we're working together to create a synergy that hopefully will make things go go faster, the healing process faster. And I've seen that when, like you said, sometimes things are at the physical level. If someone's, you know, it's a little bit dramatic, but an auto accident, you don't want someone sprinkling herbs on them. That's not what they need right now. You know, you want them to get the, the care, like you said, stabilized at the uh, you know, acute situation. And then once they're stabilized, see how you can support with energy work, promote their healing.
Okay, I want to review that list. I mean, you gave a very specific list. Obviously, you've done this long enough. You know the top conditions. And I, I'm trying to remember. I think the number one was was a urination or in the house. Yeah, right. I called That's... it peeing and, pooing. peeing and pooing. Improper elimination is the proper term, but better known as peeing and pooing. Yeah, peeing and pooing in the house. Obviously, yep. that would be a nasty thing for people to deal with. And so I assume this is mostly with an older dog who was trained and everything was fine or, or cat, I suppose. And, and then all of a sudden, as they get older, this, this kicks in and, mm-hmm. and yep. needs to be dealt with. Is that the most common situation? It's usually, that's why I first say, yeah, I've seen it with like pets that are too. All of a sudden start, you know, they know where to go. So, you know, but I always tell them if they're doing that first, take your pet to the vet, make sure there's no infection, something going on that's causing that. Okay. If we rule that out, let's see what's going on at the energetic level. Here's what happens. Lots of times, pets, whatever the issue is, the peeing and pooing, the anxiety, there are two main reasons. One, pets will often take on the energies that are taking place in a household. So let's say there's a family and the couple's going through some work stress, a lot of stress at work. The animals will often take on those energies to try to take out the humans. Or if there's a lot of fighting in the relationship, once again, the pets try to help us out, take on the, the stuff and get out of whack themselves. So that's one major source of their imbalances. The other stuff uh, is toxicity. Every session for the last two years, be it a person or an animal, toxicity, cell phone radiation, Wi-Fi, those are two big things. And it's not uncommon to see the mercury either from vaccination, and pets vaccinations often comes up pretty frequently. And other sources of imbalance. Let me add too, pets can have their own life issues too. So not putting it all on the humans, but uh, or the environment. But uh, those are the top two: the people's stuff going on in the house and the toxicity. Could you give us a case study of of how you've worked with an animal with this situation? Uh, the peeing and pooing. Yeah, maybe pick out a, a a certain story or example that comes to mind and how you dealt with it, so that we can understand what you would do if we, if we came to you with this yeah. problem, how, how do you deal with it? All right. So, uh, so co- typical consultation, the client comes to me with an issue, the peeing and pooing. Okay. I'll say, let's say it's, uh, a, a, a dog Rover. Okay. How long has Rover been doing this? Oh, it's been going on six months, but it's really gotten intense over the last two. So if they're coming to me, I'll ask them also to rate it. Zero, no issue, no peeing and pooing, 10 peeing and pooing to the max. If they're doing a consultation with me, it's usually level seven or higher, okay? So with that information, that's pretty much the information I need. With that information, the next steps I do is first of all, I tune into the animal. First, make sure that the animal is energetically testable, which means the animal uh, is properly hydrated and the spine's aligned. I can get that information energetically. Two, when I'm working with a pet, I test on myself. So I don't need to physically touch the pet. I can t- access the field of information and get that. And the third step before starting the session is I ask for, for help from above, from universal source, God, creator, whatever people work for people. Because I'm very clear that's where the changes in healing comes from. So once we've done that, I'll ask the animal energetically. I'm looking at my body code charts. And I'll ask reason for this peeing and pooing. I have out my body code charts. It'll take me to an area. Let's just say it's toxins, EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies. I'll ask the body, do I need to know more? They'll often say no. I'll just release it. Do three swipes. 
one, two, three, both in the emotion code and the body code. The original protocol Dr. Nelson developed was to do three swipes of a magnet. Since I'm kind of proxying for the animal, the original protocol called for me to swipe the magnet three times over the governing meridian, the governing meridian. For those that are a little familiar with acupuncture, the governing meridian starts at the top of the lip, top of the lip, and goes all the way down the spinal column, the back of a person or human, okay? The, the governing meridian is kind of like the grand central station of the energy system. So by swiping the magnet and through intention, we'll release that trapped energy. In this case, I mentioned EMFs. So one, two, three, whew, it'll release from the field. As I'm doing it, sometimes the person or animal is aware of the issue. I mean, uh, the release, other times they're not, and I know it's gone. Then I'll ask the body the next reason. Okay, uh, toxicity, vaccinations. How many? One, two, three, four, five. Five, five vaccinations. Do I need to know more? Probably the mercury and other junk in there. Release it. One, two, three, gone. So I keep going until the body will either tell me, the animal's body, either we're completely done with the issue or we're done for today. So I'll close out the session and I often will track the energy. What I mean by tracking the energy is I'll, I'll say there was so much change. And this is a likely trajectory, okay? This is a likely trajectory. It's definitely not set in stone. But I'll say, okay, today with the peeing and pooing issue, there was a 90% change with the issue. Right now, your pet is 2% uh, consciously aware of the change. So probably for the next stretch of days, you're going to continue seeing the peeing and pooing in your house, okay? It's not going to go away tonight. Uh, the cat will be fully or the, the animal will be fully aware of the change in two weeks, 10 days, three weeks, a month. The peeing and pooing usually takes about three weeks to a month to fully clear out. And that's how the session ends. You know, I, I'm familiar with this. And, and, uh, and I know a lot of people listening right now, Mark, they're not familiar with it. And yeah. they're probably, uh, for those that are skeptical, I've got I've to share something with you right now. I, I, uh, like I said, in my family, we've, we've been doing this, uh, including proxy, what we, it's called proxy work. Uh, at least that's yeah. what our local chiropractor calls yeah. it. And, and, uh, it's when someone remotely can be worked on with someone else acting as proxy. It sounds crazy. And I had absolutely no confidence in it at all. And zero. Mm -hmm. And my yeah. wife would do it anyways, if our, our kids were away and they were yeah. having any type of a, a medical problem or pain or whatever, she'd mm -hmm. go to Dr. Joe, act as proxy for them and uh, tell them about it. And I thought, well, it's, it's probably just placebo, but who cares? Hey, if they think it works, that's fine. But I got to tell you, one day, my daughter who lived in Atlanta at the time and was pregnant, her husband was yeah. going to Georgia Tech getting his uh, master's degree. Mm -hmm. And so there they are in Atlanta. We're in, we're in Utah. And right. uh, I'm talking to my wife on the phone. She said, where are you going? I said, oh, I'm going to get an adjustment with Dr. Joe. Oh, Jessica was wondering if she could get a proxy adjustment. Well, I'd never done it before. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like rolling my eyes. Yeah, sure. Sure, I'll do that. So I get my adjustment. And then I said, oh, by the way, uh, my daughter Jessica uh, wants to get an adjustment by proxy. Can you do that? And he's like, sure. Mm -hmm. And so he goes through the procedure. Yeah. I said something like, I am acting as Jessica. Uh, or along those lines. And then immediately my hips shifted. It was just the weirdest thing, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Joe goes, oh my gosh, is something wrong with her hip? I said, I don't know. My wife just said she needed an adjustment. He goes, well, her hip is way out. I'm like, what the heck? So he adjusts me, okay? Mm-hmm. And then when he's done, there's an ending were ending words I said something like I am no longer acting as Jessica whatever and mm-hmm. uh and I went on my merry way uh but I was just surprised there was like this very specific response and he worked on her right hip and so when I got home I said hey uh what exactly was it with Jessica why did she want an adjustment she's oh her right hip is out it's really bugging her I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was absolutely shocked because I wasn't told what the problem was. I was only told she wanted an adjustment. So for those of you listening, I'm just telling you, that was my experience. That's what happened. Jessica felt better after that. And so, Mark, you're you're probably just smiling because you deal with this all the time. Yeah, and uh, definitely what your Cairo does using in case in your case you as a proxy is obviously one way and very effective for doing the type of work he was doing obviously did an excellent job and one way i do again you know uh i you know i have a person's permission you know first of all i have their permission to work with their field and i basically just pull up a virtual like hologram of the person and you know can see what's going on wow it's such an interesting world let's jump into Number two, though, you talked about urination. Now, the other was the second one excessive barking. Yeah, that one's uh, or, or separation anxiety. Lots of times, uh, people will you know leave their pets at home. They come and you know they get home and they're just like follow them everywhere. Uh, or uh, sometimes they'll act out their separation anxiety, tear things up in the apartment or the home. Um, so again, each case is unique and different. But what I find is usually uh, often the pet parent has anxiety him himself or her, usually her, herself because frequently women that come to me. Um, and again, so we work with we we'll work with the pet, but then it comes up. Mm, you know, if you choose, you could use some sessions too. <laughs> you know, help yourself, help your pet. Um, I uh, along those lines. This is a little bit different, but I was recently in uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, at a fair. And this uh, younger woman in her 30s came up, and uh, she she wanted me to help her cat with digestive issues, okay? Kind of like the vet said it was like equivalent of IBS, okay? So in the course of doing the session, you know, yes, the cat had some of its own issues, but ultimately, virtually everything was tracking back to her, okay? She had a heart wall. She was going through a lot of tough stuff herself. The cat was taking it on, and... As I'm doing it, she started crying, which happened, which is great. Release the emotions, feel it, let it go, because she knew that, you know, she was the source of a lot of the the cat's health challenges. You know, it's so interesting. I think it's commonly held by by a lot of people that animals take on the personality of the owners, and you framed it a little bit differently uh, here. Uh, similar concept, but to me a little bit differently, in that they can take on the energy of their of their owners. Or, or, and so what their owners might be going through, they can take onto themselves. Uh, that's a very interesting concept. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, and also people can take on energies. We all know people that are empaths that are kind of like sponges for everyone's, you know, junk, you know, energetic junk, and they kind of collect it and get imbalanced themselves. So um, yeah, both people and animals can absorb the emotions or energies of others or even spaces. What I, let me add, what I find as a rule of thumb, again, 
as a rule of thumb, if an animal's in pretty, pet's in pretty good shape overall and something changes, usually they will clear up usually in fairly short order, one, two, maybe three, but usually they're in pretty good shape pretty quickly, okay? Now, if it's a rescue pet that's been through trauma and abuse, uh, uh, different forms that were rescued, that if they have something going on, like they're really aggressive or really scared of people, that's usually going to take a series of sessions, a period of time. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And I appreciate you being realistic about that. Although it is exciting also to know that some of these problems could be solved fairly quickly in a non-invasive type of a manner. It's just a fascinating world. And And frankly, I think you've covered it so well. I imagine people listening, if they're having problems with their pets, are probably at the point of of saying, okay, enough, we get it. Uh, Sounds interesting. How would we contact you? So, Mark, if someone has a problem with their pet or personally, if they're feeling, you know, resonating with this and and feel like they want to reach out to you, how do they reach you? Yeah, several ways. First of all, they can give me a call. Let me give you my number. So if people want to grab a pen pen and paper. Okay, my phone number is area code 210-775-2696. So that's one way they can contact me. Also, uh, feel free to visit my website, which is people and pets, plural, pets energetics. And the website is www.people and a and Pets, P-E-T-S, Energetics, E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-S dot com. There you'll find uh, contact information and you can send me a message. You can visit my website, uh, check out, you know, articles, other appearances I've had on the media, and we can go from there. Well, this has been super interesting. I'm sure the people listening are are fascinated, especially those who are having any problems uh, with their pets. You'll want to get a hold of Mark. And you are out of, uh, although you work with people anywhere, you're out of Illinois, right? Yeah, I'm based in Chicago most of the time, uh, but I work with people around the world. I appreciate you being on the show. This is our first episode on anything to do with pets. So for pet lovers, I hope you enjoyed this. Mark Hernandez, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Yeah, Dave, thanks for having me. It has been great. And as always, this is the Dairobi Health Show. I'm Dave Sherwin, wishing you health and success. Thanks for listening to the Dairobi Health Show. Make sure and check Dairobi.com for a free copy of Dave's excellent health book, Formula 7, and enter to win in our free Bottle Friday contest. If you're enjoying the show, leave your review on iTunes. See you next time.